Welcome to Math Mutation, a podcast where we discuss fun, interesting, or just plain weird corners of mathematics that you would not have heard in school. Recording from Hillsborough, Oregon, this is Eric Seligman, your host. And now, on to the math. Math Mutation 79, Chinese Pen Pals. With China on everyone's mind due to some annoying sporting event that seems to be replacing all the good TV shows, I thought it might be a good time to discuss what's known as the Chinese Room Paradox, a thought experiment by 20th century philosopher John Searle to challenge the concept of artificial intelligence. Here's the basic idea. Suppose we lock an intern who doesn't speak Chinese or follow sports in a conference room and give him a very large, extremely detailed book. We tell him that every day we'll give him a piece of paper with a bunch of symbols on it, and his job is to open the book and follow instructions based on those symbols. The book is very clearly written with instructions in plain English. For example, it might say that if the first symbol seen on the input paper matches the first photo on page 1, turn to page 235 for further instructions, otherwise turn to page 742. The instructions may also involve jotting down specific notes to refer to later, or writing new symbols on an output paper. Every day, the intern follows the instructions in the book and hands back a new piece of paper with a different set of symbols written on it. Sounds pretty boring, but I've assigned worse tasks to some of my interns. Now, unknown to the intern, the large book describes an artificial intelligence computer program for carrying on a conversation in Chinese. The notes passed into the room are being written, and the output notes read by a real Chinese person, and he doesn't know that the responses are being generated in this way. He thinks he's carrying on an actual correspondence about the Olympics with a pen pal in his native tongue. It sounds bizarre, but if you accept the premise that an artificial intelligence computer program might one day be written, in other words, a computer program that essentially replicates a human mind, it should definitely be possible. Any computer program can theoretically be converted to a set of handwritten instructions. After all, other than carrying out their instructions faster than we can, there's nothing a modern digital computer does that's not possible by a human. You may recall from an earlier podcast that a theoretical construct called a Turing machine which lets you just read or write a symbol on a large piece of tape and shift it to the left or right based on simple instructions, is known to be able to imitate any modern computer. A human would do it rather slowly, taking millions of years to finish this experiment, but if we assume it's a government-funded study, that should be no problem. This situation seems to create a bizarre paradox. Who is our Chinese correspondent's pen pal? Is there some entity in the conference room that does actually have the mental state of a Chinese speaker? thinking about the Olympics and replying to the comments? It seems like the intern is just following a mechanical task. So where is the intelligence? Searle believed that this paradox is a proof that even if a computer seemed to be having an intelligent conversation, it would not be the case, and there would be no artificial intelligence. Since the intern doesn't understand Chinese or the Olympics, he can't be the one carrying out the conversation, after all. While it might show the appearance of intelligence, thus there's no entity in the machine that is thinking and replying intelligently to the Chinese questions. While nobody has yet managed the ultimate disproof of actually creating an artificial intelligence, there are several convincing replies to this argument. My favorite is probably the system's reply. While the intern does not understand, the system comprising the intern, the notebook, and the instruction book in the conference room does understand Chinese. Think of it this way. While I'm creating a podcast, which I hope demonstrates some degree of intelligence, my brain consists of many individual neurons. If we just look at one of these neurons, it has no idea it's participating in such a monumental task as the creation of a podcast. 
It just is increasing or decreasing local electrical charges in response to stimuli. For a system to be intelligent, it wouldn't make sense to require that every component of this system is intelligent. At some level, the intelligence has to be an emergent property coming from the combination of components. A more amusing line of argument that stems from this paradox is the proposition that really, everyone else besides you is effectively a Chinese room. Just as you could only judge the room system's intelligence by reading its external notes, you only judge that other people are intelligent by seeing how they act and behave. For all you know, everyone else in the universe, including this podcaster, could be a mindless automaton following a set of symbolic instructions to mimic intelligence. But don't worry, I'm not offended, since by the same reasoning, I can see that I am the only intelligence in the universe anyway, and you listeners are just silly biological robots. And this has been your Math Mutation for today.